Okay, guys, how are you? How are you holding up in quarantine? Oh, it's been a week, man. It has been a long week. I don't know why. Yeah, this week in particular. Everything's kind of blurring into one. <laughs> the movie industry's falling apart. <laughs> no one's sure whether cinemas are going to be here when we get back. Oh, so, man. I, 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 was, I was just to... thinking about that. So, you know, when they were announcing that, you know, they're going to be easing these restrictions over the next few months. And then, like, he just said in passing, Leo Varadkar, he was like, cinemas, like, you know, everyone's listening out for pubs. And I was like, Fuck me, I would do anything to just go to the fucking cinema and order a large popcorn and a large drink and watch whatever movie ever. I actually miss it so much. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really shit one. Um, it's tough to social distance in cinemas. Apparently, they're like germ um, factories, basically. Yeah. Because <laughs> I mean, no there, there's, there's and everything. Their floors just are just and the, ventilation the stickiest is the things ever shit. as well. Like the, the seats are like the same color as like the bus seats. So like, I can only imagine what. <laughs> Yeah, think of all the cheese <laughs> on those seats. Are any of you like feeling like you know Ten Cloverfield Lane? Have you guys seen that? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And it's just like apparently like the outside air is toxic. I'm mean, I'm just starting to feel like I'm like looking at my window and I'm like questioning everything. <laughs> like, I, I'm, like yeah. I'm so willing to just go out there and just be like poisoned by the air. <laughs> Can you guys like imagine yourself getting on a bus now or like? Oh train? no, it's fucking a weird way! Kind of fucking situation. Oh man, I I actually do really feel for people who have to go back to work and have to get on public transport, like. Yeah, yeah. Think about it when you go to stop the bus, hitting that that button, like, and then all the people. Oh are, yeah. Like, oh, no thanks, like no mm, thanks. Nay, chief. Gonna need like a hazmat suit. For, you know, <laughs> public transport. For yeah. I mean, you should probably just wear a I'm, hazmat I'm suit on public. Away, masks you should probably just wear a hazmat suit on public transport anyway. They're they're, especially Ireland's it's public pretty transport. They are disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> it's absolutely horrible, but yeah. But then there's a Dwight Schrute approach to not coddle your immune system. So, I mean, maybe we should all just be going out and, like, rubbing dirt on our face. <laughs> Licking doorknobs. Yeah, Licking doorknobs, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, guys, have we watched anything uh, interesting last week? <laughs> well, I've watched six Fast and the Furious <laughs> <laughs> And I'm fuming about it. I, ever since quarantine started, ever since this lock-in started, I've watched an excellent film a night. And for the whole past week, <laughs> I know I every just night the shittest <laughs> fucking car films imaginable. <laughs> uh, Jordan, you finished those films uh, pretty quickly, and you seem to be pretty upset about it. I could say you're also a fast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, but like, I'm sorry. It's I'm sorry. It's been a long week, right? I genuinely think that I think I just had a rough week, and I think that this contributed to it. The fact that I had to sit yeah, through yeah, that's this. so fair. I just wanted very, to relax. Every, every night I, I wanted to relax. But you can't relax. You're just like, oh, God. I have to sit down and watch <laughs> the one of these things. just keep on getting higher. Vin <laughs> Diesel just called a car. Oh, my God. Uh, will we, will we, are we just getting right into it, so? For the, will we talk about the first first few, our experience of the first few? I'm, or? Still, I, I'm not like the the mindset to be talking about these films in yeah, any let's, way, let's, like let's, a serious mind frame. Let's let's get into movie news first. Oh yeah, so good idea. There there broke some pretty big news that um, <clears throat> AMC theaters mm. will no be no longer be showing Universal's movies because of the Trolls movie, basically. Essentially, so they released it straight to video, and the it, Trolls movie made a lot more money they than they expected, and the theater obviously wants clarification on whether you know. A, they'll ever come back, or B, whether they're just going to release everything straight to video. There's a um, debate over the 
um 90 day period which is like a grace period where the cinema will get the yeah. movie for 90 days before it hits you know like the pay services like youtube and uh, google movies and stuff or whatever else like that so what do you guys think do you think that cinemas will still be a thing what what have you watched anything that's gone straight to release um is that something that interests you or you know do do you want to go to the cinema in the future it's hard to say like i i, I can see where amc are coming from here um as it, so they also we should say they own the Odeon cinemas in the uk and ireland so they have a good few cinemas here so it could be a case where you're not going to see any universal movies um one of them being the new fast and furious movie for anybody that's uh but i mean i i, I can i can side with i can side with amc where i'm thinking they need to protect their business interest and like when you think about it like the amc are literally saying universal are having their cake and eating it where they're saying oh we'll put it in a cinema but also put it on digital so that we get both profit streams but amc just suffers from that because i mean i i think the reason trolls did so well is obviously because of like quarantine and stuff but also like parents probably a movie like that comes out and they'll probably just go oh i'll stick that on the friday night for the kids it suits them down to the ground rather than taking them to the cinema but i actually like going to the cinema i actually like this well for the most part I enjoy it for the most part. Well, it would be it would be amazing, wouldn't it, if like this kept all children out of cinemas? <laughs> yeah, yeah. nothing worse than going to a cinema well, this, and well, having th- a load of children running well, around. Well, th- this is the thing. This is the thing. Like, I mean, your cinema going experience is dependent on other people, and other people are fucking annoying as fuck. Like, that's just the truth. Yeah, yeah. people are the worst. Like, <laughs> they're terrible. So you could go to a, a movie that you want to enjoy, and there's a bunch of fucking arseholes in the screen with you. Like, I, I remember one time I was. Uh, in the cinema and uh, with a few of the lads and this guy who who knew um one of my mates uh we didn't know him but my mate knew him and they were talking to each other and this guy i i shit you not pulls out fried chicken from kfc and was eating the fried chicken in the cinema <laughs> and i was just like that's not on i was like don't no <laughs> like no it's like it's like in it's always sunny when charlie's eating the spaghetti in the cinema <laughs> like it's just <laughs> it's not okay <laughs> it's like it depends what type of movie you go see if you go see like a raunchy comedy you're fucked if you go see a horror movie you're fucked yeah like, oh, 100%. you're gonna get arse 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 yeah. like i just yeah like I, I i this is why i love going to the screen on scene because you go in you're like yeah anyone in this movie is is, is, is here for the is here for avid the movie movie goers yeah. like they're, they're like that you know they really want to come here and see if they can catch gem or something but it, but in saying this like so netflix have toyed around with releasing stuff now obviously everything's on their own terms but they've released stuff in cinema so they, they released the irishman but they did it at the same time i think maybe it was a week or two in the cinemas before i think it was a week yeah it, it really wasn't that yeah. long but like i was tempted to go see the irishman in the cinema because i knew it was a i was season. gonna as well yeah no i didn't which kind of says a lot but i mean did you did, like well my fr- my friend went and she was just like, it was three and a half hours. Like, we all just wanted to go toilet. Yeah, well, yeah, that's it. I, that's I took three breaks too. during that film. Um, There was a good article. It was like, how to break, how to break it down into yeah. like a, a, a three, three different sittings. And I enjoyed that a lot more, I feel, because I could take like 20 minute breaks or whatever. But yeah, and I mean, I exactly. The that's the thing. It's not even about like, like some people were watching The Irishman over a series of days. Like you can do that if you want. Yeah. But like, I mean, I can sit through. I, I could. I, it is quite episodic. It is. But like you, I, you can sit through a three hour movie it, it, as long as the movie's engaging. 
or three and a half hour yeah, movie. But, um, yeah, but I, I do. I do I, think that it's very hard to be like a submissive viewer to a three-hour film. Yeah, like I, yeah. I, I do think it is like those intervals. Like they do that in most European cinemas. Like yeah, they, they give you they a little do. break. So you can go intervals. out. You can go to the bathroom. You can buy some extra. Snacks. Such a good idea. It's a great idea. It's a great <laughs> yeah. Idea. Why, why is not a thing here? And they'd make more money. The cinemas would make more money. You know what I mean? People would go out and top up their popcorn or or you know you know buy an extra drink or something oh yeah like. absolutely or yeah. buy a beer that that's what people do and whenever i've been it, and they brought beers here as well which is weird because i always thought it was mad they had intervals and they had beers in cinemas yeah. in europe yeah. and then they finally brought beers here but they're like nine euro for a bottle of course yeah, for a so bottle like of beer like you're not gonna do it like exactly yeah, yeah, yeah but i mean you're right jack i mean like if you're sitting at home like you need to you need to just take a take a pause for like five minutes. Whereas like in the cinema, if you're like, oh, you, you know, you're gonna miss a mo- part of the movie if you go to pee. Like that's the only problem with it. Yeah, yeah, that 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 is something that kind of gripes me in in the cinema when I have to go to the toilet. It's yeah, but like it's it's I I, I don't care. I I much prefer the cinema. Um, it also really depends on your home setup. That's very like, true. Uh, that's very true. I've. I've watched a lot of movies in my room on a laptop, which yeah. isn't the most ideal, ideal oh, thing geez. ever. 100%. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I really like the cinema for the sound quality and everything like that. Um, but I have ordered a monitor and I will be wearing headphones from now on. Mm. So mm. That, that's going to be my setup for the next couple of months. I mean, it, it it's, it's hard to say if cinemas are going to... I don't think they're going to go completely. I think there's still a demand for it. Like, like people just like to get out as well and feel like it's a night out. Like, I mean, like our local cinema that we've talked about many times, Moves It Swords, their tenor deal, like when, when that's on, the cinema is packed. And I don't even think yeah, it's, it's necessarily that people want to watch a movie. It's just people want to get out of the house for a couple of hours, eat some popcorn and sit in front of a screen and not really have to think about yeah. things. Like, I th- we... Go on. We, we just have such bad weather as well that the cinema sits true. us all to the ground, you know? Very true. I mean, you just want to get out on a night. You don't want to be sitting out in the rain. Yeah. You want yeah. to socialize with people. Yeah. Cinema is such a perfect place to go. I'm going to spoil it now, though, because since I started doing those screenings, since I started doing those screenings, like, the cinemas are so empty. And now when I go to an actual cinema, I'm like, this is gross. Like, there's so many people around me. What? <laughs> I, just want to, I just want to watch this film. Like, why is this guy eating popcorn super loudly? I, ideally, what we're saying is, if you could go to the cinema on your own, that would be amazing. <laughs> like, you get a whole screen to yourself. But, I mean, the thing is, as well, I think when you, like, you have cinemas with, like, you know, like, the one in Swords has how many screens? 11 screens. I wonder, do they get their whack out of those 11 screens? Do they make their money on those screens? And is it going to be a case where we're just seeing smaller cinemas? So there might be five screens. You know what I mean? You just go in, you... Like, it depends. I well, don't know. That That's interesting you say that because the Savoy in town, that, didn't that drop one of its downstairs it's big, like it, massive it, IMAX? It had, a, it had a huge screen, which was like the size of like four yeah. regular cinema screens put together, I think. And they just dropped it, I think. They've dropped it. Yeah, it's gone now, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, because we went to see Rise of Skywalker and it oh, was yeah. on like this tiny screen compared to when we saw The Last Jedi and it was yeah. on this enormous, enormous like, screen. Huge. Like, well, and it was such a good experience. Like, I remember I was telling you that Darth Maul was in the, the, was in the cinema. Oh, yeah. He was there <laughs> with, his, with his double lightsaber. With, like yeah. popcorn in his hand. Probably <laughs> yeah. hating the film as much as I was. <laughs> anyway, actually, actually, spe- speaking of Star Wars, you see, Star Wars is such a reoccurring thing on this, on this It really podcast. is. We really should just do an episode. So we really should. Just get it May the 4th. Yeah, get it off our chest. But there was huge news, and I think this news was today. I'm not sure, I'm not sure though. I think this is recently released. But uh, Taika Waititi is now confirmed to co-write and direct the next Star Wars feature film. 
Thank God. Disney just confirmed Thank God. That is amazing news. Thank God. That is amazing. You're right, you're right, Tiernan. That is blowing my mind. That is great. I know. I wanna I wanna just to clarify with the listeners, I was I was waiting for the raw reaction to tell them this. We did not know that. That is great. Oh my god, that's so good. He is the perfect person to save that franchise. You know what I mean? He is the he he's somebody he'll get it. Fucking dire straits now. Oh, it's in bits. It's in absolute bits. He'll get it. I'm really excited to see what he does with it now because like I feel like he's just going to change the tone of the whole thing like just the whole franchise is going to be is going to be something completely different 100%. it needs it 100 percent. yeah it really does it really does it needs a refresh like it's 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 a bit of a galaxy reform <laughs> yeah yeah. put it to the senate to the, it's, it's to the galactic whole, it's senate a whole other episode <laughs> um, but uh it's the fact that taiko atiti has proven that he know he can he can work with things like thor yeah, you just know he's going to do that so well in terms of like getting the source material right and then also getting all the action and all the, the things about it right like i just i like i'm so bored with it do you know what i mean when i hear a new star wars thing although they have me by the wallet i keep going and, and i keep going crawling back yeah. to them. It's, it's such an abusive yeah. relationship it's honestly i i, I fund it so much oh, so so much <laughs> but i want nothing to do with it no, yeah. yeah it's the best like money making machine ever star wars is I that love it, like you know star it's, wars it's is, part, your, is your part of everyone's childhood 100%, star wars is that like deadbeat son you have living in your house and you want to get rid of him so much and he's ruining your marriage and you resent your wife because your son's behavior, but, but he's your son and you love him and you remember the good times. <laughs> That's Star Wars to me. And Taiko Waititi is the guy who eventually gives him a job. He's, he's the counselor, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, here's fucking hoping anyway. Well, please God. Yeah, I mean, let, we're, we are speaking too soon, but considering how much we gushed about Taika in the last couple of podcasts, two podcasts ago, uh, I think it's yeah. It's well, we're fans say. now, so we're massive fans. So uh, yeah. Um, is there any other news? Uh, there's a new Transformer films coming out in 2022. Uh, so that'll be fucking shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, why you say why why you say that? Uh, did any of you actually see Bumblebee? Yeah, I liked Bumblebee. Was that good? Yeah, yeah. That, that got decent. That like, got decent kind of reviews. Fuck. Like the CGI and everything of that is great. There's some, you know, really interesting shots or whatever. Um, but it's it's just a problem with modern action that they just keep on churning out the same shit. And Michael, another Michael... John Wick coming out. Oh, excellent, um, excellent. Yeah, so that's coming out in 2022. I'm happy uh, so that. Dave's kind of refreshed action. Um, Keanu Reeves is obviously a big kind of movie star these days. He's very popular on the internet. Uh, John Wick seems to be self-aware. Well, this is it. Have... I mean, I'll, I'll, it, it, I'll get into this a bit more because I was going to talk about John Wick anyway when we get on to our main topic. But like, action is in this weird place at the moment where it's in that trans. You get the tra- your Transformers of the world, and then you get John Wick movies, which are actually like really pleasantly enjoyable. Like, they don't take themselves too seriously. Yeah, and then, but I I gotta say with the transfer, you see the Transformers and like the Fast and the Furious, it's a, it it actually is a real good transition. This whole conversation that I, there's such a difference between like dumb and lazy filmmaking. Isn't yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. And I and I don't think that you can like really lump Transformers and Fast and the Furious into lazy filmmaking, but it's definitely dumb filmmaking. Whereas yeah. the likes of John Wick is it, it's just it's good action. It's very enjoyable, it, good action. 
yeah and and like as you say jack like keanu reeves has become this like action star he's really passionate about action roles like have you guys seen him in a shooting range he's incredible He's absolutely oh, he's amazing. unbelievable. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like an SAS soldier, like proper it, spec ops. If, if I needed somebody to protect me, I would hire Keanu Reeves. Like, I would not hire him. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> that guy is going to do a job he's, on anything. Have, have, you, have you ever watched Always Be My Maybe? He's unbelievable. <laughs> oh, I, I just remember the trailer and I was like, oh my God. He just makes that little edge. I, I kind of enjoyed that film. It's like, a, it's like um, I was in tears Guilty laughing. Pleasure. Me and Tiernan well, watched well, it well, together. Me and you watched it. Was it. Like, it was extreme guilty pleasure. So hang on a minute. You're but telling Keanu, me... You, Keanu Reeves is very, guys, very, very funny in that movie. You two guys um, both have girlfriends and you've watched Always Be My Maybe together. Anya <laughs> was between us, to be fair. <laughs> in, in a full house, the three of us the three of us decided to sit on a double bed and watch the movie. It was great. It was great, crack. Yeah. <laughs> Keanu Reeves was the only good part of it to be, uh, to be honest though. it was like, the best 20 minutes of film though I'd, I'd seen in a while it was, it was a real like amazing. it was a real like woke generation f- film you know like they, there was one white white character in the whole thing yeah, yeah and it was just it was just so out there to like push push to the jokes and like I don't know the whole idea it was like the Twitter mob made a film that kind of thing and then Keanu Reeves <laughs> yeah. came on and it was just really funny for that whole second. <laughs> it was so self-aware it was it was quite funny it was um, very self-aware yeah that's true in other news the Russo brothers are producing the Hercules live action film by Disney so Disney are just basically <clears throat> remaking everything in live action yeah. I don't know what you guys think about this um I couldn't really care less for seeing any of these films to be honest I did. Um, I haven't watched a single live action since the Jungle I, Book. I, yeah, I watched Jungle Book. Um, it confused me because then another Jungle Book, um, which is called Mowgli, like, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. It came out. On oh Netflix. yeah. I think Mowgli, Ben Kingsley was in like Mowgli. all of them. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Like <laughs> fuck um, Ben Kingsley, man. <laughs> you really just you, because, because of Iron Man Three. It's because it's back to the Iron Man, Iron Man <laughs> Three. Different, 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 different time beef. for that. Now we different beef. That. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna need a um, whole po- podcast for that. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's ba- <laughs> they're basically just using green screen and you know really good special effects and like Emily Blunt to make these movies. <laughs> um, That's like, like I just like uh, they don't even get good reviews. Like The Lion King came out. Cinderella and that was just clearly a fucking cash grab. Um, hundred percent. That 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 was a bit of a fucking joke. I, I heard it was essentially like get, a shot for shot remake, who... but with hyper realistic animals. Like, what is the point in that? Like, the magic of the Lion King, the original Lion King, is the animation. The animation is so good in those films. That's part of the magic. I don't want to see an actual lion. Like, I, you know, I'd rather watch Planet Earth with yeah. David Attenborough. Than... Yeah, it's 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 into a different mood. You know, like when you when you watch an animated film, you watch an animated film. Exactly. You know? yeah. you do, like you don't want to be fucking watching lions. You know, rip the head off. Them, exactly. You know? See, the, the thing is, is there's there's like a large group of people who haven't watched a film since they watched The Little Mermaid twenty times when they were a kid. That's a good <laughs> and point. It's getting those people into the cinema. Oh, yeah. Because I know so many people like it. You know the people who are obsessed with the D- Disney. The Disney. Disney. Print, yeah. but i've never seen another film in their life <laughs> and I, yeah they just watch like 
the princess and the frog yeah, and, yeah. Again. and it's just bringing that and that's like their personality so it's just it's just getting them back into the but cinema it, it's I bizarre suppose. because like i want to say it's lazy because it is they're not coming up with any new ideas but they spend so much money on these movies they are so, so expensive they get so many good actors that are paid and like so much like money. john favreau made the lion king remake i love him he, like he's the guy you know he's happy in He's, he's, yeah, he directed, he's making the Mandalorian. He essentially he's making the Mandalorian as well. Yeah. What's, it, what's his, Does Disney own him? Well, he essentially started the the MCU with Disney. He made Iron Man one and two, and then he sat down with them to plan out yeah. Phase one. And they just really trust him now, so they're just like throwing projects his way. But I really like him because like he made the Iron Man movies, and then he he stepped away and was like, I'm I'm done with directing those. And he still acts in obviously the Spider Man movies. Um, sorry, he directed the Iron Man movies. He he acts in the Spider Man movies now. But then he made um, you know, the Chef movies. The, the yeah, Chef. chef he, yeah, yeah, Chef. He just wanted to make that himself. Really, really good. He just film. went off, made that himself, and then he has the Chef show on Netflix. So he does his own thing. But he's clearly a very intelligent guy who understands like, like kind of existing yeah. properties. Like, like so he's proven he can do it with a comic book. He can do it with Star Wars with the Mandalorian. Like, he, so that's why they clearly trusted him with the Lion King. But like, why? What's the? He's got a good vision for things. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, to be fair, I don't think he was. I think he put effort into the Lion King remake. But like, who the fuck wants to see that? It's just, who cares? Who cares? Who yeah. cares? Who the fuck cares? cares? Yeah. When you when you were in Cuba, did you get a Cubano sandwich? Uh no, I didn't. I got I got one in Guatemala after I watched a chef like the week before, and I got a Cubano. They're like my favorite sandwiches. I, I, won't, I, I won't lie, man. I've been I, craving I, one since. I won't you lie. know when you have one of those, like something to eat, and then you have it once, and then for the rest of your life, you you're like you're searching for that. <laughs> it's like that hit. I need that hit again, man. Well, um, I won't lie to you. Yeah. I I basically lived off uh, very shitty hotel food in Cuba, and then the one time I ate in Havana. I got diarrhea for the rest of the trip, so. <laughs> nice. Well, I guess exactly they probably culinary. don't have Cubanos in Cuba anymore. I, I can't imagine that, like, comes in the rations. Well, like, I, I just remember everyone was, like, everyone was just, like, the food is terrible when you get there. You know, you can't drink the water half the time. And then they were, like, uh, it's stay away from the cheese. And I was, like, fine, I can I can do that. And I've been doing fine. And then I ordered um this pasta dish. And it was basically a carbonara. It didn't. It wasn't called that on the menu, but it was a carbonara. So cheese is obviously in the sauce, and it was just parmesan all over the thing. And I just took a chance, and I shouldn't have taken that chance because I always take a chance on parmesan. I, I was leaking for um, the rest of that trip. <laughs> <laughs> in moving away from poo, um, Ron Howard. <laughs> Ron Howard is uh, making the most Ron Howard film ever. Um, he's making a film about the 13 boys saved in the cave in Thailand. Of course. Be, you know, of course. emotional. It'll yeah. be great. It'll be, you know, inspiring. It'll be everything that Ron Howard um, it's exactly, makes that's a, film. They'll that's never exactly lose their resolve. Yeah. Yeah, they'll never fucking lose their resolve. Uh, but no, I, I, I say that will be good. It's an interesting story. Very. Um, Jesus. Like, I mean, even just the fact that you mentioned that, Jack, I forgot that happened. That was incredible, that story. <laughs> yeah, well, every, everything's gotten shitter since, it's like, <laughs> severely shitter since that event, I feel Well, I mean, everyone thinks Kim Jong-un <laughs> no, is it's dead, but it's barely news. Like, down. <laughs> since they shot that fucking gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> Turned the world upside, upside down. It really has. But uh, I... <laughs> 
I wonder will that translate to to the cinema screens? Like, would you say he'll make the Thai boys speak English? It wouldn't surprise me. With, it wouldn't surprise me if it's Hollywood because I mean, like, I mean, I think you're getting more of a move to people accepting foreign language movies now, like especially with Parasite and stuff. So maybe they'll say cast Thai actors that speak, you know, Thai and and do all that. But he's still gonna need the 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 drawing the star power behind it too so i don't know unless yeah. they they cast yeah brad of, pitt or something yeah like, like you, you, brad like, pitt will be like the american the guy diver or something the, the american diver sent exactly like it'll be something like that yeah and you'll just for whatever have, reason it's an see, american the, the, fo- the, the focus mightn't actually even be on the three the on the on the people in the cave themselves like maybe it will but it depends on what approach takes better unless he tries to tell it from like you know that kind of argo i was just thinking about argo the other day that one best picture like what the fuck but that whole movie isn't necessarily about the hostages it's about like the people that like got them out of there do you know what i mean like it's you know what i love i love how americans always make films about how americans deal with world (laughs) (laughs) this ron howard film will probably be from an american's perspective and how they're dealing with the thai boys being in that cave yeah i i i can see it now brian cranston's in like a cia office and then someone walks in and it's like director we've got an issue and he'll be like what is it what is it we've got 13 thai boys stuck in a cave he'll be like oh my god he calls he calls his wife he's like honey I'm going to be home late tonight. <laughs> Call him in. That <laughs> <laughs> cuts to Ben Stiller. Like. Right. right, boys. Boys, I hate to say it, but we're really neglected our topic. I mean, we're doing it. You're right. It's because we're avoiding it. It's because we're avoiding it. Okay. Well, that, 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 was actually, that was actually our last piece of okay. movie news. Um, okay, so will, will we dive straight into the Fast and Furious? Yeah. I think... Um, Rather than going through every movie uh, individually, we should maybe talk break about this. Yeah, break them up into, I'd say, one to three is one section of Fast and Furious movies. And which then is the like, rest. Yeah, and <sighs> then the rest. You so see, the what, first... one to three is about the time that they were, they became, right before they be, all became superhumans. Superhumans, so yeah, we'll exactly. talk, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we'll talk about them in different, in different veins. Yeah, so the, these movies have a lot of like naughties nostalgia. Uh, it's all about um, driving really nice, souped-up cars. Everyone's wearing belly tops and like cargo shorts. <laughs> um, they're all like about family and all this. You know, it's it's very kind of stuck in a small world of street racing. It's real culture, like yeah, like yeah, early two thousands culture. It's like it's like everyone around this time is like they love souped-up cars, listening to Eminem. <laughs> drinking monster and watching malcolm in the middle yeah and that was that, that was like fair. this is like the, everyone had like spiky haired like a, a half a mullet kind of going they had the, they had the decals they had the, the jt blonde tips yeah the jt blonde tips like this was all like yeah but like i don't know like there's some there's kind of a charm about the earlier ones even though like you guys are gonna probably disagree with me here but like I think the later ones are, are kind of more watchable than the earlier ones because they just follow a basic formula, which we'll get into. But there's kind of like a, a like a quaint charm about the first one where you're like, this is some like bro dude who just wanted to live out his fantasy. So he wrote this movie about these like cool guys who, who drive streetcars and but they're about family. Yeah, and fair enough. Hot chicas all over them and they're just street racing in L.A. Well. It, it actually came from an article about like the the idea was inspired by an article that was happening like on, uh, when there's a real street racing problem in new york and uh, oh. the writer the writer is actually david Ayer 
or the co-writer, I think. I think he's the main writer anyway. And he wrote a uh, Training Day. Yeah. And the End of Watch. And we uh, the End of Watch. You seen the End of Watch? It's an excellent film. Yeah, as well. yeah, it's cool. It's cool. And uh, Suicide Squad. Yeah, which, Suicide uh, Squad, which was we won't get into. <laughs> but uh, it's it, it's funny because I actually think the the first Fast and the Furious movie it is st- is really good. Like, don't get me wrong, physics like still doesn't really exist, and you can't die in car crashes in these films. No. Yeah, but, it's a bit um, of fun though. It is, I I actually think that it's a it's a really fun film. It's I fun, think that 100%. It's, a, it's, it's not as well paced as some of the others, weirdly enough. But <laughs> well, but did it, you guys? I I I really like all like it's it's a bit more grounded and it it's... is a lot more about the street racing rather than yeah the stakes the are whole, like... the stakes are so much lower because like before yeah before I I haven't seen the first one in years until this week. So when I sat down to watch it again, I I've seen snippets of the newer ones over the years because these were coming out when we were like in school and in college. Like this was this one a year essentially, but yeah, I, I sat down to watch it and it it reminded me of playing like Grand Theft Auto San Andreas like that that even that like feeling of the the sun and all and like it's it the stakes are so much lower in it like like Paul Walker is just a a, a cop who's just trying to catch you know Vin Diesel and his crew for like pretty low level crimes like they're you know what i mean and like their big heist at the end is just like one truck and like i was watching it and like you know the guys zip lining onto the truck and like it's not that ridiculous i mean it's a bit ridiculous but it's not that ridiculous and, i don't like, i don't think it's that ridiculous it's conceivable and it's yeah it's conceivable and like his arms getting caught in the thing and like vin diesel's trying to catch him and like there's genuine tension and you're like something could go wrong here one of them could, could die and then because it's just weird watching that in retrospect because when you watch the later ones just none of that ever comes into it. There's no, there's never a chance that any yeah. of the characters yeah. are going to be in any real danger. I've, yeah, uh, they they definitely made this movie without knowing that they'd get eight sequels. Yeah. You know, yeah, like it's, it's 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 just it's a very kind of closed circuit script. They kill off your one, um, you know, uh, it ends, and you could end the whole thing right there. You could, and it would or kind of just be like one of those movies. Yeah, or you could leave it kind the of the two thousands. Yeah, that you'd watch was... with nostalgia and be like, haha, look how funny it was back then. But yeah. obviously it's evolved it into so something far, bigger that? than that. But I, yeah, I tell you one it... thing, Too Fast, Too Furious is a fucking great film. Do you like I, Too I stand Fast? By the film Do you like Too Fast? Day. I fucking I wasn't love a fan. that shit. I, well, I didn't I didn't hate it. And I mean I like things about it. Like like so I was reading about this, so Vin Diesel wouldn't come back. And they offered him at the time like twenty five million dollars. Yeah. And I was like, Vin? What, what are you doing, bro? Like, this is going to be your job for the next, you know, 10 years. I mean, he would yeah, not be working. So fucking he would not be working if it's not for this franchise. Like, but to be fair. <laughs> he said he said that, like, it, it didn't feel it like didn't, a fra- it, Fast it and didn't, Furious film, didn't he? he? Well, yeah. And I kind of would be inclined to agree with him because I felt the second one is nothing like any of the other ones. It's nothing like any of the other ones. It feels like the second one feels like a kind of a mid-tier action movie you would see in like the early 2000s with like i don't know it's real like miami vice miami vice yeah I, yeah that's the, yeah, yeah. They, they, they really just decide to like base it in like florida yeah and have like a drug dealer sleazy but, drug like, dealer I'll, I'll do like i'll do anything to watch that car jump onto the yacht I, again i have to say I love yeah that. like talk about jumping the shark i mean they literally jump a boat in this well that's second. that's where you go <laughs> it does step it up quite a bit yeah exactly that's where they go right we can push this like when, once they did that that's when they decided we can we can start pushing this. But like to be fair as well. But even at that, I thought that that looked good. It did. Well, they used like because they, they, they used I a lot of practical effects. Yeah, they, like, in the early sure ones. Well, see, this was the thing. This was back in the early two thousands. It was probably cheaper back then to actually crash a car into a boat than it would yeah, be now to, to, see, to CGI it. Yeah. Now, do you know what I mean? And uh, 
the practical effects do do they do stand they're still decent and like i mean they're not they're not groundbreaking or anything because like they've been done before in, in older action movies but like as you say it's just kind of like a a, a nice movie you can you can like stick on a good action movie like it's not it's not groundbreaking right? but like you enjoy it and it appeals to that that stupid kind of the car racing big fast cars good looking women you know kind of like macho fucking guys like all, yeah. constantly just beating each other up for no real reason and like that kind of like that bro bond between like uh paul walker and vin diesel and it like they're they always they set that up from the well, start. roman pierce in this one tyrese Gibson. oh sorry yeah in the set. well actually you know what i have to give this franchise credit because they can kind of they can kind of drop people in and out and it kind of works so like yeah yeah they do that the hand han dies and then like comes back well and then they like just flip the, the fucking he, he, he dies in, in Tokyo the time well. yeah yeah and they, they essentially just were like he died in tokyo drift and they were like you can tell when they were writing the next one then they were just like oh shit we should put han in this movie and they're like oh but he dies in tokyo drift oh we'll, we'll just set that after all these and that just doesn't make any sense it's whatsoever pre- it's a prequel yeah a prequel. yeah yeah everyone was driving fucking 1990 skylines <laughs> yeah. in the future like. exactly. will we will we bring it back just I, I have some facts about this now uh, you know that the first fast and furious uh film brian o'connor so the part that paul walker plays yeah was initially looked into it was a uh, audition by christian bale what uh, mark Wahlberg oh and eminem God. what oh eminem would have been pretty sweet <laughs> i feel like the franchise the, fra- the franchise wouldn't be what it is today <laughs> if you had eminem playing brian o'connor with fucking the rock and vin diesel <laughs> that is the most early 2000s thing i have ever heard in my life like of course isn't eminem it eminem considered. playing brian o'connor of in the course, fast and furious like... wouldn't that have been amazing he would have had to write the soundtrack as yeah, well yeah like, get like a fast and furious <laughs> a fast and furious <laughs> yeah. mix them like some 41 in there as well <laughs> but um, yeah. also also the part of Mia was uh, auditioned by Natalie Portman what? Jessica Biel and Kirsten Dunst so imagine what? like if Natalie Portman got that on top of the on top of Star Wars she in no way would have ever had the chance to win an Oscar <laughs> <laughs> yeah I feel like this saved Christian Bale's career not yeah 100%, 100%. Well, no but I don't know I, I reckon that Christian Bale actors... was considered I don't know if he if he was if he actually like, I can't imagine Christian Bale missed this part like well the thing is as well yeah fair enough I mean Paul Walker rest his soul isn't the greatest actor no he's got yeah. charm he's to him for sure but you know he's no fucking Christian well the Bale. thing is is you know the way he was cut out of Tokyo Drift yeah he, that was yeah. because apparently he was just too old they didn't want him no way and then they well, just brought him back because the audiences really liked them. Well, the as thing, you can yeah, see well, with all of the other films. It, it essentially it, it essentially launched Vin Diesel and Paul Walker's careers. The first one, like I think it was a bit of a sleeper hit. I don't think they expected it to be as popular as it was. Like, and and I know you're saying, Tyrion, like Natalie Portman and stuff was considered this, like. But you have to think like the franchise would not have gone any further if they were casting those movies because you just know Natalie Portman wouldn't have made another one. Like yeah, I just know she wouldn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. She would have been like, yeah, no, that's it as well. Like Eminem like wouldn't Thor. have made another. Exactly, Do you know what I mean? Like, like they Thor. just wouldn't have done it. Like, and uh, but it's so strange because this film had an enormous budget. I mean, you know, like the scene in the in the first film where they go to race wars and there's yeah. like I actually there do actually like that. Was I actually do a like that thousand scene. cars there and like a thousand extras with each car, and uh, but they hired people like Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah, and love Jordana her. Bruce. I actually, so I actually, Bruce you know what? Plays Mia. I, I love I, them too. I love I, Jordana Brewster and I love yeah, Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah, but they they don't have they didn't have licenses when they were hired. No way. 
and they had Fucking to both hell, they had to both go and get their license. The driver's so license to be in this movie. film are hiring, hiring people who can't people drive fucking cars. Oh, that's that, fucking hilarious. That is brilliant. Imagine that and, being the uh, reason Jordana you got Brewster your license. was nearly recast because uh, she needed to get the she needed to get her license first time. Oh my god, that is absolutely hilarious. That is so so. But imagine that being the reason. Like you have been driving for years, and then it's like, oh yeah, I'm in this fucking driving movie. I better get my license. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that's incredible. You know what though? Fuck's the sake, good like... thing about that is though, like, I mean, because that shows that they were actually in the cars and they were they were driving them. I mean, they clearly weren't doing crazy stunts in them, but like, they actually made them get in the cars because they could have just said, all right, okay, fuck it. Well, we'll just get a, a, a body double or. Like, we'll just get you to drive, basically. Like, they clearly wanted them to have a, a standard of driving that they could fucking... Although, maybe it was insurance well, reasons. Well, well, Paul Walker is huge into his cars. He is, well, he yeah, was, he, he was, was yeah. Into Big cars. into his cars, like, yeah. Well, the thing, the thing is, is they all had to attend driving school and, like, racing school uh, in order to be in these films. And Paul Walker, actually, you know in Too Fast and the Furious, the skyline that he's driving at the start? Yeah. That's his that, skyline. That actually it? is his skyline. Oh, yeah, that no was his way. Car, his own car. That is savage. That is very cool. That is very, very cool. Isn't it? It, it, it actually is a really cool well, thing to have, like, involved. He got. Well, this was the, the, the charm to those early movies. They were about the cars, and they were kind of about racing, and they appealed to that kind of side of things. It's amazing how, how, how different they are now. But, like... Yeah, it's amazing how it's skewed. How skewed how they went. They got, now, yeah. I have to commend the producers for, for kind of having an eye for saying, there's still a market here for this, and if we just, if we change this this way and this way... We can get people because these movies are so fucking profitable. They are absolute fucking. Yeah, it's crazy money how magnets. much money they make. Well, like, well, t- it's a Fade in the Furious gross more than The Force Awakens. It did, yeah. I mean, I think it's I, still the... the Force Awakens is what been anticipated for the last fifty years. Fifty years, like. <laughs> so, I mean, again, like it, it, like while it is dumb cinema, it's definitely profitable cinema. Like, well, and, and this is the thing, that. like, I don't have like. I yeah, absolutely. Like, it's a money maker. Like we're, we were joking, we are joking, and we are going to get into like how ridiculous these movies are, and they, they are for me. They're not the easiest to get through, but I don't carry like a hatred for these movies. Do you know what I mean? I don't. No, I don't. Me neither. At there all. is movies out there where I'm watching, and I'm just thinking of the directors, and I'm like, this is despicable. You are just absolutely. Yeah, it's there's far worse. worse there's films way worse. There. Especially action. Films. Yeah, action movies. Well, it's, it's, the the worse worse action it's, it's the worst genre. It's the worst genre. Going back to Transformers, when you watch Transformers, I mean. Yes, it, it, this story is kind of derivative. Like it's a, it's it's not great. But the Transformers themselves look better than the look humans. One hundred percent. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, the the thing is, there the Transformers movies are about the Transformers, and they they sh- they shove in humans to make an audience go along with it. But I would happily just watch a movie with just Transformers in it. Do you know what I mean? But oh, of course. Yeah, I mean, that'd I, be cool. Like that's what all of the TV shows were. Were were exactly. Like, there was there was never humans that. in it. That there was never great. humans in it. Exactly. Like set it set it on fucking where whatever the fucking planet is. Cybertron. Cybertron. Do you know what I mean? I'll fucking watch that. Do you know what I mean? But instead, I yeah, have they to only watch... show like the opening. Yeah, but every fucking Transformer film you go to, it's like Cybertron <laughs> fell <laughs> yeah. a million years ago, and, like, and then like you see loads of cool shit yeah. happening. And then I have and to watch fucking Sam with Wiki's parents being like, Sam, get the pizza out of the oven. I'm like, Sam, it's now Shia LaBeouf only made them films better and i won't hear anything else uh, uh, and B- bumblebee is quite good Bumblebee's bumblebee quite good. <laughs> it, it, it's a fun action film it's a fun yeah. fun action film uh, but basically right, so, when we get back to too fast too furious i love in this film the way they replaced ja rule with ludicrous, <laughs> with ludicrous. like to, the beauty of that is the beauty of that is right in my mind, they are two like musicians who are indistinguishable. Their music is just 
completely the same thing and it would have been of similar fame back then but the funny thing is Ludacris has gone on to probably make so much money out of this franchise Ja Rule made Fire Festival (laughs) like they had completely different career tracks (laughs) like good for Ludacris I'm very glad exactly and 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 the producers of Fast and the Furious were like Ja Rule was just too big for his boots he didn't want to be in the sequel and Ludacris is after just going on and he's probably a multi-millionaire and you know what and you know what I like slowly becoming a billionaire sitting on the sitting on these films so I was reading yeah Vin Diesel is now an executive producer on these films so this has become his his empire like do you know what I mean like they they, they've they've progressed to a point where it's like I uh, this 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 is a franchise that is easily as lucrative as as the likes of marvel it contends with fucking marvel and stuff this is the one thing that universal has really gotten right yeah definitely even Especially though they're not they, they've, they're not particularly brilliant movies like i mean we, we we talked about how marvel movies aren't like fine art but they're made to a certain standard i wouldn't even put these in the same standard as marvel movies but they are still made to their own standard and they abide by their their and they go by their own thing and i mean they're not going anywhere. Do you know what I mean? The fast movies are not going anywhere. They're, we're going well, to yeah. Movies. Well, here here's the thing: is is they're actually very good for cinema, and I know that that sounds no, strange, no. but the thing is, I agree. Is, is they fill cinema seats, and like it gives directors like like a chance to use it as a stepping stone. These massive blockbusters as a stepping stone, like even like John Singleton is uh, the guy who directed Two Fast Two Furious. They do use incredible directors, like he he directed Boys in the Hood and like other oh, great films yeah. like that, and. It, it is good so they can actually go on and work on like their dream projects by making all the money off these films and it it does like not everyone's a film critic most people like to just go to the cinema to just sit and watch fast cars yeah, like it's, 100% it's, and and it knows that it's an, it's unapologetically like that do you know what i mean and like to be well this is why i kind of find, find the first three are so quaint because they're kind of just like the, the, something switched with them when when Justin Lin took over i know Justin Lin would have worked on um worked on tokyo drift but there was definitely a switch where it was like they didn't really know what the fast and furious was and like even in the first one like dom has a bit of a crew in it but they're kind of interchangeable and they're not very memorable and like you can tell they probably wanted to to explore that have a big crew and do a big thing and then they capitalized on that later because i mean essentially the, the rest of the movies are just big heist movies and it's all about the crew and you know this this character has it's, this skill. It's a typical this char- heist yeah, genre, this character yeah. has this skill. This character does this, and you know, like even when I was watching Fast Six, there, it's such a standard heist movie. It opens with what what they've all been doing since Fast Five, and then they get a cop. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it, it's such a, it's morphed into that. Whereas, like, the start, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah, start yeah, was, it was it was, I don't like this. There's, there's something about the first three that I like, even though I think they're kind of inferior movies in certain ways it's hard to, well they're charming they're charming they're charming 100 like they don't have what's what's con- they're charming think, films like i think what i enjoyed about the first three as well is that there isn't a formula they were just trying stuff because when you watch them now there's clearly a formula they're following that's what it feels like when you're watching them not that it's a bad thing they're clearly yeah. sticking to a formula that they know works but the first three were like oh let's try this what if we like let's what if we introduce this character and what if we set it in tokyo and what if we if we you know try and mess around like i mean too fast too furious is kind of weirdly dark i mean you know the rat scene where the the, the gang boss is like yeah. which they did in game of thrones and they're they're heating up the bucket so that like what yeah, is that yeah, doing yeah, in a yeah. fast and furious movie why? Like, <laughs> why so dark why is that in there that is like? so so dark like 
know what I mean? Like, and they they also have managed to grab like these mega stars. Like they have the rock in the it. rock. Yeah, if you have the rock in it. You're fucking good to go. They also have discount Orlando Bloom who plays Shaw. Um, I have no idea was Oliver Steele. I think. Yeah, and uh, I love how I love how self aware these films are in the sense that like even in in, in number sixteen. You know when they're when they when they're like getting their team together to face off against Shaw, the yeah. and he has like the opposite team that's made up of the exact <laughs> yeah. same characters. And he literally says, and you this have Tyrese like Gibson the... is literally like, so this one's me. <laughs> this one's me. This, <laughs> this one's, one's yeah. You, He's like, so. yeah. He, they literally point out they're like they have one for each of us, and we're all gonna take them on like later on in the movie. But I mean, and they do all like face off. They face off, off against their counterparts, like, yeah. and like they're very much like they don't like these films. They really don't care in a sense that they just want to give you great stunts. And it does, the, the money they spend on these things is, is just ridiculous. Like we, we can, like in Tokyo Drift, over 4,000 tires were donated to this film and it still wasn't enough. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Isn't that crazy? You make that sense, tired. You make it sound so tragic, Tyrion. What like were they it, doing? It, it wasn't them? enough. The, the poor atmosphere. Like, oh, stop. <laughs> yeah, talk about like... Poor ozone. Talk like. about like unapo- but the thing is, unapologetically... Moving like, on to movie. Tokyo Drift, I, I do find that it's, it is it is a good film in the sense that like these were all like professional stunt drifters. And I think, you know the scene when like He's they drift through the crowd and the whole crowd splits and it goes in kind of slow motion. Yeah, I think yeah. that's a gorgeous scene. I think it's a beautiful scene. And I think this film gets a really bad rep because it's, it's not Paul Walker and Vin Diesel. Well, it's a lot of people consider it the worst one, but I think it's because it doesn't yeah, really. Yeah, it doesn't it, really. It's the problem child. It doesn't really f- of the of the fucking yeah. Fast of the, and of the, well, yeah. now is it the problem child of the original trilogy or is it the problem child of the overall franchise? Well, the pro- this is this like, what I was going to say. There's this a lot the of pro- problem child this, with the overall this was, franchise. This was the point I was going to make. It doesn't really fit in either era. I mean, you can put Too Fast, Too Furious, and then the original The Fast and the Furious in an era and go, I can see what they were going for. And then you watch the later ones and you can yeah, see that. Yeah, exactly. This one doesn't really know what it is. It doesn't really know what it is as a film. And I think... Yeah, what, what's its identity kind yeah, of? Yeah, like where does, it, it's where does like, it sit? It's, it's like they were like, fuck it, we've done two films in America, we need to go overseas, yeah, let's look it, at the, the Japanese racing culture. It, it, like, when it, it feels comes to chronology, video, it's, it, it is really messed up. And this actually, Tokyo Drift actually is a sequel to number six, I believe. So it, it doesn't like no, it, doesn't it doesn't fit in there at all. all. In the like, it, time, yeah. it, it just shouldn't really be there. But I think it's a watch, like especially if you're like into cars. Well, yeah, like, if you're into cars, the race, like the racing it's is beautiful great. driving. And I mean, um, you know the the scene when they're racing in the in the underground car park. I love all that stuff. Like it, that's really yeah, impressive. Yeah, stuff. Yeah, no, me too. Really, really impressive stuff in that. Like, but I don't know. I think it just doesn't know. I think they just didn't know what they were doing with it. I think they knew there was potential for a sequel. And then they just kind of brought it out and kind of just, kind of just it was that it was there, and they were kind of just like, uh, let's see how that goes. And then it wasn't planned. No, like it, yeah. they didn't really know what they were doing with yeah, it. Yeah, like it was, it just, it just kind of happened. I'd love, to, I'd love to see if they like bring Lucas Black into like the new franchise <laughs> as well. That's what I, I guarantee you. I mean, what's down stopping? The line, what is stopping? Vin him? Diesel is gonna need Lucas Black for something. <laughs> and bow wow. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> But I mean, a computer chip or something. But, but what's like all, all the all the newest all the newest um, <laughs> ones? Like I, I guess you can say the you know, the second kind of wave of these films where it kind of modernizing itself is the fourth film. Hundred percent. That's the like, that's the all, that was the, the stakes are raised to ridiculous levels. It's like there's a computer chip that will destroy the world <laughs> and like you know blow everything up. 
instead well, of like th this guy's got yeah. a truck full of cars i mean th this is the fourth film is where they where they essentially become spies i mean i was counting when i was watching the the fourth film there so it, within this film paul walker jumps through two windows <laughs> out of nowhere like and it's both within five minutes of each other. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's in like an on foot chase that has like there's no background to it it doesn't really tell you why this chase is going on but he bursts through two windows and then later on in the film uh, Dominic Toretto also jumps Burst through, through a movie. just to count I, I actually and then remember the, next the trailers film, I remember the, the trailers rock and and yeah, The Rock and Vin Diesel both jumped through windows again, <laughs> chasing each other. <laughs> so it just, it did, it did. It, this yeah. is like when the convoluted action really comes, comes well, to fruition well, it's, in these it's, films. Well, it's in their contracts, so it's very, very interesting. So they, they no actor can get the better of the other one yeah. because they're real tough guys in real life. So Vin Diesel, like, there's a scene in one of the movies, I can't remember which, where he's he can't be, like... um on the floor over the rock it has to be that he's on his knees because you know he can't be pretty yeah. diesel would never go <laughs> on the floor against the rock and they they have like they want to implement these points so like a kick is like three yeah, points a punch is two points but then they were like this is just fucking insane like they just end up doing maths well, it's so what happens it's two now is like they're stalemates so you know when they're fighting um uh decker shaw yeah. is fighting the rock on top of the car park and is then, this like, in is this there's... is this what jason statham or is this the other guy uh, yeah, yeah jason, jason, statham. Statham. jason yeah. statham yeah and like the the structural integrity of the building stops them <laughs> and it's like oh i was totally gonna kick your ass but now i can't <laughs> they, they, they the can't building lose against split. each other yeah so well, th there's no kind of like there's no it's just so like strange stakes. because, like, Jason Statham, man, like, just fight The Rock and then you'll find out who's going to win. Like, what, yeah, what, yeah. what do you want? Like, he's the a Rock towering what's cooking, like. mountain of a man who has... It's strange as well because he has beef with everyone on set, The Rock, too. He he opened public beef with Vin Diesel uh, to the point where they don't actually film scenes no, together they don't. anymore they in, the, don't. in the most recent film. They use, like, CGI and stuff. It really rem it reminds me of, like, you know, like, Jerome uh, Jerome Flynn and Lena Headey. And Lena Headey, yeah. They, they, they don't even, they basically don't talk. They they would, like, to the point where... And it was so obvious as well that, like, they, they there was no like reason for Jerome Flynn to, like, leave certain scenes and shit. But he, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But, I mean... That that was that was actually ridiculous. It was like, uh, girl, they brought the stakes in, as you say, Jack. When the the fourth one comes out, I mean, because in in that the opening scene of the fourth one, it was like you know they're robbing this this gasoline truck. So I mean, the stakes are low in that they're just robbing gasoline. But I was watching it and they're doing all this ridiculous shit. And Michelle Michelle Rodriguez is jumping on the car, and then you know, and then I then it cuts to the driver of the car who's just like a guy. And I was like, why don't they just pull up beside him and say, give me all your fucking gasoline with a fucking gun. But they're doing all this crazy shit. And then the truck explodes and all. And then you just know, okay, this is where the movie's going to go from there. But it's like when they said, we're doing that, then we're going to get someone like The Rock on board, who's like this big action star. And then once they got him on board, it just was like, we have to up it and up it and up it. And I think the, one of the main reasons now, probably why they're doing Hobbs and Shaw, this fucking spinoff, so the rock can stay in the franchise but not have to interact with the rest of the cast like wait wait yeah yeah, yeah and that's absolutely. what that's what tyrese gibson had like a massive issue with that as well and he was calling him out on twitter the whole time because i think tyrese gibson is having some form of public meltdown for the last five years <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, Dwayne, 
but Dwayne Johnson was also like, it's so strange to see him because he's such a positive guy. Yeah. And he was just tearing into like uh, Tyrese Gibson's like whole music career, his like R and B albums and shit and everything. He was just tearing into them, and it's so strange. Imagine to see the that. Rock tearing into you, like you know what, you'd want to be a fucking isn't asshole. Isn't it? Isn't it ridiculous though that like imagine like going to work and being like, I need to CGI my coworkers out of my life, out of my life right now. Like, <laughs> you're you're being paid. You're being paid multi millions. Just just like, just put up more with than anyone that's, can. That's, that's can the ever issue, imagine though. to make. Yeah, that it's is probably it, but... like who who's making more fucking money? You know, it's like the Rock is clearly making the most money yeah. you'd have to say yeah and he's not yeah. even he definitely no 100 percent. yeah except for vin diesel maybe i mean yeah i'd say i'd say they're pretty equal on terms and um, yeah no i would say I, since vin diesel is now like the owner i'd say he's actually making just the most ridiculous amount of money you oh yeah make. definitely definitely actually yeah absolutely definitely but you know what's so strange as well though they actually got the rock because vin diesel put up a facebook thing asking for fan suggestions about who who should play hobbs and it was originally meant to go meant to be uh, Tommy Lee Jones, but then this random fan just suggested Dwayne the Rock Johnson, and they, the Rock was up for it, and that's kind of how it. Well, happened. to be fair, I think the Rock is a welcome addition to it because they just accepted it's going to be a ridiculous franchise now, and the Rock's character is ridiculous. It's he's actually not. I mean, he is ridiculous in in terms of what he does. But I I know you see. I'm glad I kind of watched these in such close succession because when if you saw these a year apart, you don't really notice the weird changes. But like the Rock's character in, he's fat. He he was Fast and Furious, or maybe it was Fast Five. He was brought in, but he essentially yeah, Fast Five. Yeah. yeah. So he every line of his dialogue is outrageously over the top. Oh, it's I remember it's amazing. One of the lines he says is they they come up to him and they're like, "Hey, boss, um, do you want the good news or the bad news?" And he's like. He's like, you know, I like my dessert before my my dinner, and then he like he, he he like gives him the good news, and then he's in the middle of giving him the bad news, but he's not telling him everything. And then the Rock is like, "Come on, man, give me the vegetables." And I was just like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, what? no, he goes, he goes, he goes, "Show me the vegetables." Show me the vegetables. <laughs> and it killed me. I was on the I floor like, at that. I, I also like right after that as well. He like sends some guy to like spy on someone, and he's like, "If he goes to the John, I want to know how many times he shakes it." <laughs> <laughs> his, his lines are gold like, well, I, mean, I mean even that one where have even you noticed in, um, in these films that go on Jack sorry Ian go ahead uh, well I was just gonna say like even the bit where Tyrese Gibson is like you know he's kind of the comedic relief him and Ludacris and he's like trying to buy food in the vending machine and then like The Rock just shoots it and he goes it's on the house I was like oh, what is this <laughs> Yeah. what authority does the rock have to be doing these i mean things? and they just no, had a conversation I'm, about how firearms are illegal in the uk before that and he's carrying a cannon around with him like yeah ridiculous yeah. like yeah. and have you noticed in these films that that like all of the fights seem to go down like where do they work they always <laughs> just seem to work in these high-rise office buildings like that's what i want to know or like it's always like just fighting with like a a desk and like <laughs> like a mouse or something i love how it's just like like the rock will just walk up to like a 300 pound like huge muscular bodybuilder spec person and just throw, throw him, him across yeah, absolutely throw like him. chuck him and this is what the, these films just 
I don't know how they went from the first three to, uh, to this. Like, I, I do get it that it's profitable. But, like, if Batman was doing half of the stuff that low-time criminal <laughs> Dominic yeah, Toretto was doing, the comic book fans would be like, what is this bullshit, you know? I mean, <laughs> like, but it happened to it me is, where I said... They're superheroes. It happened, they're superheroes. It, it happened to me where that gradual changing of the characters happens and they can do things that they weren't able to do. Like, I actually I actually had to do a double take. So Mia... um. It, 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 she just works on cars. She's she's Dom's sister, and she's like a mechanic, right? In the first one, and then in Fast Five, she was hacking into the FBI's fucking like mainframe. <laughs> and I, I was just like, like I was like, I haven't even I haven't even seen her using I haven't even seen her use a computer up to this point, and she's unbelievable at just and, and then I like I wasn't really thinking about it when I first was watching it. I was just kind of like watching it, and then I was like, wait a minute. I was like, when when did that happen? When when. When did she learn this? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. You know what I love? There's always like some obscure technical term for something. It's like, this is the VH7X vault. <laughs> and Ludacris is like, damn, man, that's a hard one. It's even Ludacris. any idea what these things are. It's, it's like I said, it's always about the chip. It used to be about cars and yeah, money. Yeah. And now it's like the Megatron the mega- chip 5000. <laughs> and Ludacris mega is like, oh my God. But like it is, it's so funny the way. Remember we were talking about Ian how like the physics just really doesn't matter, and you can't die in car crashes in these films because in Fast Five, when they're pulling that safe through Rio de Janeiro, oh my god, I was just they like murder thousands, so of people. many thousands people. Of people, so so many downtrodden people as it is, like. <laughs> But I love even in like you know in the scene at the start of uh, at the start of Fast Six or is it Furious Six? I don't know. They kind of started messing with the titles around then. But uh, Dwayne Johnson is just dry. You know when uh, Shaw has like the the ramp on the front of the Formula One car uh, and he's like yeah 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 yeah, yeah cars yeah. are just flying past him <laughs> and, and Shaw is just mowing through the police officers <laughs> with his tank, like definitely murdering so many people. And he's like, sorry, yeah. brother. <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> when are they going to prosecute them for war crimes? <laughs> these guys, I want to see these guys. The Fast and the Furious, where they have to go to fucking to the Geneva Convention, France. These guys, these guys need to go. Face to the, the fatherless they, children. They need to go to yeah. the. They need <laughs> to, to go answer, to the Hague. To answer for their crimes. They need to go humanity. to the Hague. These guys are terrorists. They are global terrorists. Like. Honest to God, like, yeah, I'd rather let them have the computer chip or whatever they want, rather than let, than let all these, these people reca- well, police officers well, die. The one movie I didn't watch right was um, Hobbs and Shaw. I don't know if you guys watched it, but I was talking about it I, to my friends, it. and uh, my friend Sean Foley is a big fan of the franchise, and he saw Hobbs and Shaw in the cinema because I remember at the time I texted him. And like me and him enjoy a good shitty cheesy action movie to watch. I text him, I was like, Will we go see this? And he was like, Ian, you're an idiot if you think I haven't seen it already. I went last week. But we were texting about it today, and uh, he goes, Hobson Shaw, a personal favorite. And then he goes, There's a scene where the rock pulls a concrete bench that was rebarred to the wall <laughs> and starts curling it in prison. Then he goes, then he breaks out and beats every guard in hand-to-hand combat. <laughs> Like, have you seen the trailer for that? It's like, oh, I'm Hobbs, and I'm sure we don't get along. <laughs> it's like it's like one of those like roommate roommate sitcoms. The, the odd couple, the, the odd couple. Where, like, they the kinda smart have, one. Yeah, they, they kind of have to get along, but they don't. <laughs> but they don't. They like yeah. bounce off each other in like an aggravating way. 
But it, it, it's cool. I, what did you think of the initial film, Fast Five, when uh, Dwayne... Funny enough, actually, just a quick mention, in Fast Four, that's Gal Gadot's first ever film debut. I was, I I was just thinking, that. she looks so really? young in it, yeah, and I was like, I, was like I, I completely forgot that she was part of this franchise, because everyone considers her as Wonder Woman now, and like that really shot her to fame. But I was yeah. like, "What the fuck?" And but there, but again, going going back to Fast Five, bringing the Rock into it, and he did kind of reignite the series. It is amazing the amount of money that they spend on uh, on these films. Uh, you know the first train scene where they're hijacking the train. Yeah, which I actually I do like they that actually, scene. I do like that scene. They they bought that railway <laughs> and the train oh that was God. on it. What the fuck? Yeah. Like? And that, that is that so crazy? cool. Man. That's great. Yeah, I love to also hear that, another thing I want to bring up, Ian, because we were talking about City of God, and mm. uh, you know the way your man Fernando Morelos, who uh, filmed it, yes, and he said that if he knew how dangerous it was going to be in the favelas, like he never would have dared go near it. No way, because um, they actually, that, I mean, yeah, th- there is a lot of effort to shoot five, on location in the later ones. Like they clearly made the decision to shoot yeah, in, in these places, like. In in Fast Five, they actually shot that was shot in Puerto Rico, yeah. not in uh, oh, Rio de Janeiro, yeah. because so some of the scenes were, and they were like, "This, this is, is too fucking dangerous. Like, we can't do this here." <laughs> That's insane. But I mean, it's. But I, I do commend them for for some of the scenes in these films. I, like uh, like that train scene is fucking unbelievable. It's, it's a great like fifteen minutes of action, and it's a great watch. And um, like I fucking love every minute of it. I think it's brilliant. But then I think they did go kind of too far. Like when they jump out of the fucking oh, cliff. Oh, God. When they jump out of the fucking airplane. Oh, my God, Jack. Like oh, my God. Oh, my God. And Ludacris is like, here we go, baby. <laughs> but wait, but, but you see, that's why this is my issue is that people are so okay with like them like racing a submarine on ice but they're but like they're not okay with dropping cars out of a plane. They did that shit in World War Two with tanks. Where they were dropping the metal I suppose. And they I suppose, but I mean, they're in it and they're like accelerating. They're ex- they're, they're accelerating <laughs> while they're while they're falling. Like, watch that! Watch that! Scene. Know, and get falling. back to me and see if I that's will. what they were doing in World War Two. And like they like they literally detach and land perfectly, and they're going like automatically 120 miles an hour like they are fucking flying like you know what i mean now the yeah, one thing i yeah. enjoyed about and then they the like earlier ones was they, the... they also like outrun the 747 <laughs> as well in one of the movies no that like... that like that scene it lasts like a half an hour on screen and the whole time it's a plane going full pelt on a runway <laughs> so that runway would have had to be like the length oh, of the yeah. atlantic ocean it just they're chasing it for, <laughs> for that to be possible they're chasing it for a solid 20 minutes <laughs> I I remember um, on the ski trip that uh, people went to go see that movie yeah. and they talked to someone outside the theater and they were like, yeah, the plane scene just didn't end. <laughs> the plane just didn't take off. But isn't it hilarious how they do this every time? Like they're like, all right, one scene we got a train, and the next we're gonna we're gonna jump this car onto a boat. <laughs> now what can we do? And they're like, nuclear scene. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, I, when I was watching like Furious 7, as you say, Jack, it just from the outset, you know, you're in for an absolutely ridiculous movie because they're dropping cars out of a fucking plane. Right. But then I was yeah, like, I'm pretty sure that's like one of the opening. It scene. is the opening scene. Like, and I was like, I was like, it can't get any more ridiculous than this. Because I was like, I think they've shown their cards too early. But then when they're in Dubai after a fist fight with Ronda Rousey, they 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 get into a Ferrari <laughs> And and Vin Diesel drives it out one skyscraper, okay, into another skyscraper, and and like fine into another into another one, I, I, like 
I was just like, Fuck I was like, sake. one, okay, I can, I can live with. And he's like, we're, we're doing it again. And I was like, what? but just no. It's just like that. It's a logical thing to do in this film. It's just crazy. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, that's their you know best. One solution. of my favorite that's scenes. Their best back a few films. You know when, you know when they're breaking Dom out of the prison bus. Yes. And they just total it. They and just I, destroy the prison. And I was going to say And then on that. the news, it's like, somehow no one died. No one died. And she goes, no, she goes, oh my God. It's so like, it's so like looking at the audience being like, aha, we can do whatever we want. They go, um, you know, the, the, the daring um, act was pulled off uh, and uh, the bus was totaled. Luckily, every prisoner was accounted for unharmed, except yeah. for one, Dominic Toretto. And I was like, she may like she may as well have winked yeah, like, literally. At, at the camera yeah, at that yeah. stage. But but going back to actually how like people are really what really enjoy these films and want to go to the cinema to see these films. Did you hear about the whole thing with Drive? No. The, the so the film oh, Drive about people people like suing yeah people by suing a, by, by a woman in Michigan because apparently it was advertised the trailer a advertised movie, it yeah. as as a lot like a Fast and the Furious film when it's and this woman fucking... thought that Drive had anti-Semitic and defamatory Jewish representation in it. And also there wasn't enough Vin Diesel in it. And that, that was actually her quote <laughs> and her grounds for prosecution right there. What? And that's just um, so American. Actually, like they go to a you, film like you know what I'm just gonna like, say. this is in Fast and the Furious. Where's my lawyer? <laughs> Can I just ask, what the hell is Vin Diesel's real name? Like, there's no way his name is Vin Diesel. <laughs> like, what? No, it's, gonna, it's, uh, right it's Mar- Mark, Sin- Mark Sinclair. <laughs> his, real, yeah. his real name's Mark Sinclair. It Mark Sinclair. Really, it doesn't really sell the That's franchise. That's lo- the most loser name ever. Can, can we talk real quick? Can we talk real quick about just... So, so we're all in agreement that there are some just universal rumors that go around the world for no reason. <laughs> like, the fact that Marlon Manson got two ribs removed, removed from to his give buddy. himself blowjobs. Yeah. Or, or, you know, the Frosty's kid who put the pencils, the pencils up his nose, nose. Yeah. And, and banged them off the table. <laughs> like, these just nonsensical rumors that everyone believes. I thought up until today that Vin Diesel was gay. <laughs> he's got a wife. He's like, got a wife. He, he, he's he was happily dating, married. But he that... was dating Michelle Rodriguez yeah. on, on, on the set of the first film. Yeah, like... He's got three beautiful children. I'm looking at them now. But like, but do, but do you, where did that come you, from? You thought this was hundred percent. hundred percent. I I fully. Oh no! I, this is a rumor. This is a rumor that was completely, completely on on the on the MSN and the Facebooks. <laughs> I saw this on Joe Rogan and all though. They thought he was gay too. I wonder was it because I wonder was it because one guy like, on Joe Rogan was like, "Well, did you see the video of him singing Drunken Love?" <laughs> <laughs> and like when you go watch Drunken Love, you can kind of see where the rumor stems from. But like, it's also like, who cares enough if it, what, what sexuality Vin, Vin Diesel is? Yeah, I know exactly. Who who actually went out of their way to spread you? Like, hey, you know that guy in those Fast and Furious movies? Poor Vin Diesel. He's gay. <laughs> like, well, like why? Why is this? <laughs> you know, you know that real buff guy. Yeah. He's gay. <laughs> Oh my god! Well, I love how him and the Rock are just like carbon copies of each other, like bald, big, strong guys. It's even better that they hate each other. Yeah. Like, apparently, the Rock was just like Vin Diesel, just like doesn't give a shit. Like he arrives on set when he wants and has like a terrible work ethic. Well, I can I can see that. Well, it's with, all about family. I can see that about Vin Diesel, where he's like probably quite lazy and like very withdrawn, and like because Rock is just the Rock is just like full of enthusiasm in everything he does. Like he's clearly like a. The Rock is the kind of guy yeah. where if you were just be, like, The Rock is the kind of guy where it's like if you slept in till twelve one day, he would 
sit you down and talk, offer you some self help books, yeah. and be like, "Hey, man, if you're if you're like Absolutely. if you're gonna rut, man, He'd you know, put what his mean? armor like, out, yeah, like, like you know." Whereas I think Vin Diesel, like, I mean, the funny thing is Vin Diesel as well, like, lets himself go, and like I don't care that he does, but it's funny that he's like an action hero, and there's photos of him where like he's gone on holiday. And he's like really fat. Like there's fu- there's literally photos of him with like yeah. a yeah. massive belly, and you're just like he clearly just like The Rock probably like all, all the best for him. Though. Oh, one hundred percent. I mean, there's no way I would have the commitment that these actors have to stay in shape. Like fuck that. Vin Diesel makes his one Fast and Furious movie for the year, and then he fucks off for nine months of the year and just parties in Miami. You would though. Like, you would. Yeah. And to be honest, like I think he's a. Like Dominic Toretto as a character, I think is a great, a great character. character. I love his presence in on the screen, and I love like his vibe as well. Like I love how he's just all about like he'll be in like the worst car wreck ever, get out, wipe like a smidge of blood off his lip, and start talking about family with a crown <laughs> yeah. in his hand. But well, I mean, th- 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 that's a great point because these movies are not dense. They're not, you know, and like there there was times when I was watching the later ones, the ones that got longer, as we say. And they have these scenes where they're trying to flesh out the characters and I'm a little bit like, oh, just just give me a break. I don't care. But it is a testament that the characters are all likable and they do have good on screen chemistry. And it's I can I kind of call it the um, the Inception effect, because in Inception, that's a movie, an ensemble cast where every character is very likable. They all have their own quirks and stuff. Obviously, Inception is a, is a much better movie, but there's no real bad guys and I think that that's what Fast and Furious goes for. Like, there's no one really bad here, even though, like, they cause fucking cast stuff. But they're not, like... Like, I think that the only thing I will say about the franchise no, is... No, there's, like, a, there's a figurehead villain in every, yeah, in exactly. every film. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. new one. And they're, they're more, like, cliche Cl- every exactly. time. Which isn't a bad thing, well, I, I think, suppose, Because there's no point in them fleshing out these villains. No, because uh, they're going to be gone by the end a... of the movie. Do you know what I mean? They're going to have it solved. Like, yeah. The thing about the villain was, as well, I think they struggled with villains up until, the, to, up until they had Jason Statham, essentially. Well... Uh, who was your man before Luke uh, Luke Evans, who's who's Shaw's brother? Yeah, he plays Shaw yeah. something, something Shaw. Shaw. There's yeah, two not Decker Shaw. Robbie, Robbie Shaw is... or something. I don't know. Yeah. Gary Oliver Shaw. G- Gary Shaw. <laughs> He's just some English yeah, guy. Yeah, like... but uh, <laughs> but you know. He... Yeah, and then I love I love when they get like a villain in it that they kind of like. like yeah, the kind exactly. of same thing happened with Dwayne Johnson, and they're like, "We'll just put him in the family." Like, yeah, just they, they just like assimilate into the family. Well, that's what happens it. with Gal and... Gal Gadot. She works for um the drug dealer. Um, you know, Bragg, they, yeah. she works for him. They adopt her in. I mean, Paul Walker. He he's not in Dom's crew in the first one, and then he gets adopted into the crew into the crew in the later he ones. He gets adopted. Um, yeah. Well, he's fine. And then they're like, <laughs> they crack the Corellas. <laughs> and then uh, Tyrese Gibson, they're like, oh, you like, you know, Paul Walker's like, I know, just the guy. And he's like, I used to roll with Tyrese. Like, or not Tyrese, but uh, what's his name? Um, oh, what's his character? Uh, Roman, Roman Pierce. Pierce. Yeah. Also, there's a, there's a scene of one of them. And what the hell does it say on his plane? It's he, he's like, oh, it's, it's like, like Roman. Th- ro- th- this it's, this th- bitch is yeah. Roman. <laughs> Roman. Just... <laughs> oh, like the tail end of oh, his plane. plane. I mean, yeah. I, I love, I love when they like assemble the crew, and it's like, I know just the guy. I know just the guy. It's like a montage yeah. of them like running into old people, and they're like, No, I can't do it, man. Yeah, like, I got yeah. a family, man. Like, did you and see? Then Paul Walker's like, You gotta, you gotta, do, do. you gotta do it for me. 
did you see the the new Rick and Morty when it's yeah, like the, cliche you, heist yeah, episode? Yeah, you, you son of a bitch. It's exactly that. You son of a bitch. Yeah. I'm in. You son, son of, of a bitch. bitch. I'm in. It's like we're gonna need a chameleon, and then it's Han. I don't know. We're just eating chips, and like yeah. they don't they don't acknowledge that he died in the previous film. <laughs> we're just, we're just like supposed to assume that it's on a different timeline and shit like that. But yeah, I, I again, I, I like that. They're not they're not fucking around. They're not wasting time like fleshing this out. They they have like their five minute scene where they're like. We need to assemble a crew, and the next scene, the crew's together. The crew's together, exactly, and, it, and they, they they've got their. It's own. not. It's fast. It's furious. You know. <laughs> well, I mean, as I said, I don't have a hatred for these movies, and I kind of guiltily no, like them in a way, and I I don't have a problem with them making loads of money, and I don't. I mean, I actually. I, it's hard for me to say that I wouldn't go see one of these in a movie in the cinemas. Like if one came out, I wouldn't be against going to see it. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's the thing about it as well is it seems to me that they've kind of created a brand here that they can drop people in and out of. I mean, since Paul Walker's dead now, they're, you know, he's like a central character to them, but they've proven they're able to, to make the movies without him as terrible as that is, as that sounds. But that means they also dropped well, yeah, down. Yeah, but at the same time as well, it did kind of bring everyone in emotionally to these films. 100%. When, when he did When he did when die. He did die yeah, like, yeah I did that, go see it after he died. Yeah, there was that memorial at the end of it. It just said, for Paul, that was beautiful. And it was like one last ride. That is that is great. And that is a great send off. song and everything. Oh, it's excellent. It's, that is a really good. It actually is. It, it's very hard not to be like emotionally connected to that. And everyone wanted to see how the cast reacted too. Even if you weren't a fan of the film, you wanted, you, you exactly. still wanted to see how, how like emotional they all reacted. Well, it's, it's clear it. that they, they all did. It's clear that they, they all, all loved each other. yeah, it's clear that they all get a lot. I mean, I know there's, we say the stuff between the rock and Vin Diesel and all, but you can tell that up until, you know, the kind of rock beef and stuff started that like, they were all very much on board with these movies. Ludacris was a hundred percent into them. Yeah. Tyrese Gibson is a hundred percent into them. Paul Walker was all about these movies um michelle rodriguez i, I mean like remember the where paul walker's crash site um tyrese gibson was one of the first people there and there's like a video of him crying at the crash no site. It's way actually that's terrible to watch I, yeah it is yeah. and it, it's crazy that like imagine if he didn't take this take on this role as as brian o'connor obviously if if he was still here in yasm he wouldn't regret it but like it's say if christian bale did it he may have been in the same situation because paul walker learned to drive off these films and, and, well, and true, like that true. and get into the scene because he wasn't actually driving the car it was a guy called roger roger rodas who was a he, he was in the pro he was like a pro racer mm. that, that kind of like pro pro like I forget. I don't know what, what what exactly it's called. He wasn't like a Formula One or anything like that, but he was a pro racer. Rally driver. And, uh, maybe, or... Paul's daughter. Paul's daughter is actually on a bit of a rampage in the courts at the minute. I believe she she's currently suing Porsche, uh, for the car that because he crashed in that car and um, the Carrera GT crashed in, and uh, she's also sued the estate of Roger Rodas, the Paul's friend who died in the car. No way. And who was driving? I they she sued the estate and got millions apparently in a settlement. It's actually kind of awful to think about. Yeah, but I mean, like, was it in? Like, I actually don't know much about the crash. Was it like on like a like a highway, or was they like racing on like a track? It, or it what? was it, it was it was in a it was in a parking lot of like a business estate oh, okay, by the looks yeah, of it, yeah. like a business park. So they they definitely were speeding and messing around and stuff, but they were very capable drivers. Yeah, hundred percent, very capable drivers. So like, 100%. I mean. Yeah. The, these things happen obviously people get careless but it, it's really sad it is sad it's, it's and, and that, that that's how it ends and up. it's weird that people have an emotional connection to a franchise that is is pretty dumb i don't mean that in like an insulting way i mean a, a franchise that that never took itself seriously but 
it kind of yeah it, fair, it, fair. It, it, it boiled down to this very sad sad event that that made people kind of take it seriously like i mean like the, yeah well it's it's run for 20 years now you know it's, yeah, jesus it's, it's, Christ. like any anything that like is getting funding for 20 years is he's gonna have some sort of emotional connection no matter how kind of tongue-in-cheek it is you know yeah well I... yeah and paul Wa- paul walker is very uh was a very likable 100 percent, he was and he's and he's great he's, he's really yeah, likable in it, it, it was dedicated and passionate about what what he did in yeah. his film so 100 percent, 100 percent. and but like and do you think do you think the cgi in um in Fast and the Furious Seven, I didn't. I haven't watched it recently. Um, I did watch it when it came out. I actually thought did it was. That, did that hold I up? thought it was fine. I remember thinking it looked a bit weird at the time, but I think it's kind of fine looking at it now. My only problem is that they're talking about bringing Paul Walker back for the later ones. And <laughs> no. I swear to God, they are. Like, yeah, they're his brother, not. His brother are, looks very yeah, like and him, they're, and they're, they're thinking they of use using him. him and then CG. I saw a picture of his brother though. He, just, he doesn't look that much no, like but, him but, to resurrect but I mean, him. I mean, how good technology is now, you could easily put his face on it. But I don't, I don't, I don't, that doesn't particularly sit with me. I don't like bringing people back no, from the dead. That would, that would be such a shame if they I know, that. but I, I mean, thought the send off was lovely. I know, I know. But I mean, I mean, these movies make money. So I mean, no, that I, it, well, I, here's, here's the thing. How, how do you feel? You know, the way the send off is they, Vin Diesel and Paul Walker, just, they, they split they roads. Split ways. Yeah, it's great, like yeah. Paul, they didn't kill Paul Walker off, which I always think is a respectful thing. It is. Do. Yeah. Not kill somebody. Until, yeah. yeah. Until it comes to the likes of the Last Jedi, where they're bringing people back, when yeah, yeah. when when they're bringing Laura Dern in for like this ridiculous role that was just made up on the spot, and then she's getting this incredible send off, whereas Carrie Fisher could have had a is it, like still Laura Dern gets like, this amazing yeah. self sacrificing send off, whereas Carrie Fisher is just a nothing just character dies. for the entire yeah, thing, yeah. does the Mary yeah. Poppins thing and everything. I I think that like they they kind of have to find a balance between being respectful to the well character, the thing is as well kind of like and to be fair way. they have in the past in these movies I, I i said this earlier that they they can they can drop people in and out of these movies and they did have film they did have parts in the movies where people made cameos so if paul walker was just making cameos in the movie like it was like a one scene where he, he talks to dom or something i i'd be fine with that but if if they're if they're if making it was over a, the phone like yeah maybe, I don't know. or if they're making but if they're making oh, whole, i don't know i don't know i know it, 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 it's i think like i think the way they, they were, did it was so good yeah. and it was like it was handled so well that it to just to bring them back now is is kind of like stupid they they have so many fucking characters and actors yeah. and uh Tim, you're right they they did bring back lucas black for seven to seven to nine no way so, did they yeah 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 i just googled it there that's um, hilarious so like i mean fuck me like it's it's like they're trying to make it's like they see paul, they saw paul walker should did. be the only person they can't bring from back back from the dead. yeah like, if, really if i was his, if i was his daughter i'd be more concerned about you know them trying to Use uh, his bring back and, my yeah. dad who died seven years ago yeah, into, into a... the new fucking film you know but, then porsche yeah but and porsche's faulty cars i mean like but uh, I, again i mean like we obviously we can't relate or shit like that but Sue, Sue in the estate of the person he died with. That's just kind of bad. Yeah, that's pretty shitty. Yeah. I think I, I think uh, I think I think we can all agree uh, that's pretty but, shitty. But... Remember, there was rumors for a while that um, Heath Ledger, that the Heath Ledger's Joker was going to get a cameo in the Dark Knight. Yeah, Rises. yeah, yeah. And like yeah, I, I, I kind of think about it in those terms, like how upset I would be if I saw Dark, like Heath Ledger in the Dark Knight Rises, in comparison to like how Fast and the Furious fans would be. And and, and this is the thing, like this, like we we're yeah. we're three guys who said we would watch these movies as a laugh. We clearly 
don't really care about them that much. But yet here we are kind of emotionally invested to them in a way. So you can imagine. Yeah. yeah it's strange. It's strange like, so you can imagine what actual like real fan. There is real fans of this. Like people who are really into these movies. How they would feel about that. Some might be okay with it. But I, I, I don't know. It's, it's a weird one. I think it was definitely a good thing to do for for us and the podcast because it, like at the end of the day we do we do tackle some subject material and like some good like indie films like obscure like kind of avant garde stuff, but at the same time it is good for us to get into like the mindset of like regular cinema goers who just love these like pumped out sequel action films, and it, it did we can't deny that it did start the franchise did start from some good roots i mean it's kind of like die hard like in in die hard one he's like a regular joe he's a yeah. police officer sure but at the end of the day he's a regular guy and then by die hard him, yeah. die hard 4.0 he's he's a superhero he's tr- yeah. throwing motorcycles into helicopters and stuff like that yeah and, yeah. and that film this film went that way as well so it's kind of like the rambo franchise yeah. and stuff but i mean this is this is how they make money you know and, and you know what yeah they, modern they, they sat down and they went they clearly went someone had the smarts and i have to give the, the credit to justin lynn because he was the one who made tokyo drift but he actually seemed to really understand the franchise because he clearly sat down and went hang on a minute here now we can actually do something with this property and make it make it bigger than what it is and make it more more accessible to a, a larger audience but still enjoyable and they've kind of built an empire here where this is like a really solid brand now where you can as i said you can drop people in and out of it i mean it could get to a point where we're watching fast and furious movies without any of the original cast do you know what i mean but they, they're slowly fate they can phase in new people and like it could work that way do yeah you know what i mean yeah. like it it is the this idea the whole TV shows. It, well, it's, it's it feels. Like I, I mean, about when you watch the opening of um, Fast and Furious Six, that, that had an opening title credit sequence, which none of the other ones had, and it was like watching it the, the the start of a TV show. And I was like, I was like, none of these other movies had this, so they clearly wanted to kind of be like that, where like each movie is like a kind of an episode of something like do you know what i mean yeah it's a it's a its own thing and it and i get it do, it does it gets straight into it it doesn't waste time no. it, it is kind of at the end of the day it's it is more so television it's because you see the budget for the film industry in general has just become so inflated yeah so, ridiculous so ridiculously inflated that, yeah, yeah that they can that they can make all these films and they can pump them out and they know that they'll get the money back they know that they'll double their money yeah. if not like quadruple it mm. and it's and so it's like like you know the tank scene in one of the films i forget which film that's it is, seven where is it's that a tank seven? scene on a bridge or maybe that's six is it seven yeah maybe it's they think, yeah crushed, i think it's seven they crushed 250 cars <laughs> well i mean i yeah, like those it's things fucking, it's crazy shit like i like that practical effects stuff as well i think i think they put a lot this is what i mean about it. it's not it's dumb filmmaking but it's, it's, it's not, lazy. not lazy filmmaking no, it's not it's yeah, not yeah you, can, you can't you can't say they're not trying yeah, it, it's extraordinary what they do with these stuntmen and what they do with the and what they do with the stunts in general and the effects and even like like there's so many scenes that are done by the are done by the cast and and like like I forget which one it's like in Too Fast and the Furious Paul Walker like drifts right up to a crowd and like, stops was, inches like, so yeah inches in front of he actually like, did yeah, that yeah 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 there's like there's 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 enjoyable things in them where you're like like they, they clearly sat sat down and said okay how are we going to do this and they, they planned it and they and they they executed it well and i know we, we were we were all we were all when we said we would do this episode we were joking about it and i certainly was joking about it but and it, it was look i'm not gonna i'm not gonna 
lie. It was it was tough this week watching all of these movies. But oh, right. it was tough. Yeah, I feel like they're they're much better watched once, once off. off. Yeah. Like I I once I once came home blasted and like Fast and Furious <laughs> Eight was on. I just sat there and watched it. Yeah, well, well I, lo- I loved watching the first one again though. The first one has a, the first one's real like kind of that like Need for Speed kind of vibe, like that underground yeah, culture. Yeah, you know, yeah, when everyone 100%. was playing all them PS4 games and stuff, uh, PS2 games and stuff, and I. I don't know. That like the first three will always kind of have that little space in my heart, and then like obviously the, the, the action watchers will love the rest. I suppose. I think as well for all of us. I think we'd all agree that that watching these was was a labor of love, <laughs> in, in a sense. Like we did kind of get something out of it. I think just from I didn't think the conversation was going to be as positive as it was. To be honest with you, I was expecting <laughs> us to kind of shit on it a bit more. But we clearly came out of this whole whole franchise a little bit like, you know what? We can appreciate what these films are. And there's kind of like these, these films kind of make me say there's, a, there's it's kind of a place for every movie in the world of filmmaking in a way. Yeah. Like as we as we were saying, I mean, the film doesn't take itself seriously. So how come we, uh, yeah. you know, we, we, Very we, true. we can't sit here and be like, oh, Vin Diesel didn't die in these seven <laughs> car crashes. Because in the world, it, this world is not factual. No. It is not based on real life. It is it is fictional. If like yeah. in Star in Star Wars, if a Jedi can jump three stories high, Vin Diesel can roll f- f- down a highway, totaling a car, <laughs> and just get up and start talking about family. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it, it's the sa- It's in the same vein. Like fiction is not fact. Even though if they try to add elements of realism, it doesn't matter. No, just enjoy the film. Just enjoy the film. Yeah, yeah. I think that might be a good, good, good note to end on. What do you think, guys? Well, well, what, what time? We're are we hitting nearly an hour and a half. Now. Uh, we are on an, uh, almost an hour and a half now. All right. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I wouldn't say that is a bad time to stop then. Um. Uh, yes. Yeah, anyone so... else have any? Yeah, uh, Jack. Do you have any kind of final thoughts on the on the Fast and Furious franchise? Um, yeah, again, you know, I, I, I think they can be split into two different, uh, you know, generations, the first three being their own, the, the rest being another one. Um, I, I, I admire what they've, you know, been able to do with the films and, you know, how they've done it and the practical effects. And, you know, it's definitely a, a film series with a lot of effort put into it. Um, and they would be kind of, you know, higher quality action films. Like, I mean, I've, I've, I've seen uh, Skyscraper with The Rock and that was <laughs> shit. Uh, the, Rock, the Rock just out of nowhere in like the last 10 years has just been like, I'm doing whatever I want. Everything. <laughs> everything they give me, I'm doing. Like, fucking remember that Ram, Rampage film and everything? Uh, he just, uh, he yeah, did, what was the fucking story with that? I don't know. It was like King Kong, except it was like a smaller, like white haired version of King yeah. Kong. And I'm I'm like, pre- so, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure he's pissed like, off, like as well. I don't <laughs> believe that. I think The Rock is like some, you know, animal scientist. <laughs> he's just going around in fucking tan shorts and the <laughs> and the gorillas shorts. on a rampage. And it's, <laughs> it's one of those things again. It's like skyscraper. It's that like you're always talking about Ian. They definitely were like, all right, so I want an action that's based in a skyscraper, and I want The Rock in it. And they worked Where their way backwards. Exactly. They worked their way backwards. It's a hundred percent how it is. Like you know what I mean. But yeah, like like yeah, like he's a security guard or something, but he's like a fucking superhero. He does wonders for Fast and the Furious, though. I've he does. He injected new life into the series. Yeah, yeah. Big big ups to the rock. And, uh, I personally think that Fast and the Furious, the fourth one, 
was very stagnated. It was very kind of like drab and like I didn't give a shit. And then, and then Fast by Five, five yeah. I actually really invested. I actually enjoyed Fast Five a lot. I really enjoyed it. I love Fast it's, Five. I really yeah. like Fast Five. That was that was like, you know, when it really kicked off for me, I was like, yeah, this is fucking bitch. Yeah, in, in Fast Five, you're just like, right. I know what I'm getting. Balls to the yeah, wall. Yeah, you know, I know none what I'm getting. The, none of this is fucking <laughs> real. <laughs> let's, just look, let's just sit back and like enjoy watching the raw pound heads. <laughs> But yeah, um, I think, you know, I have have a newfound appreciation for a franchise that I used to joke about, even though I still joke about it. We joked about it today. I have a newfound appreciation for it, but I can safely say I don't think I'll be watching all seven of them in the space of a week again. <laughs> no, no. I think they're better off as once off films, so you can just jump, jump in. in. You can just jump, jump in at whatever, well. whatever stage just it was. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Stick them on whenever they're on. Oh, I want to see some kill exactly. shit. Exactly. Yeah. The, cr- the chronology yeah. means fucking nothing. Fuck all. I mean, like I mean, even the yeah. <laughs> watch, watch number nine first. Who, Who cares? cares? I mean, even the plot. Yeah. I mean, there was a bit when I was watching it and the subtitles weren't coming up and it was two Spanish guys talking and I was trying to figure out how to get them on and I was like, this makes no difference. I was like, <laughs> 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 I just sat there. It just made well, there, there was so much Spanish <laughs> in the in Fast Five, and I was like, "Do I really have to?" It doesn't really matter. Like, <laughs> I, I was I was genuinely watching Fast Five, and I was kind of like half on my phone, half on my laptop <laughs> no. because I've got a lot of college. Yeah, work I mean, it doesn't do, really I matter. Like, I can do college work while watching this movie. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and when when all the Spanish talking was going on, I was like, "Great, he's he's trying to get some stuff done." Oh. It was like I may as well watch Parasite. Like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, guys, do we have anything else to say, or are we? Uh, happy I to think I've, I think I've I've said everything I need to say about a, a franchise. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think we're good to go. Yeah. So, as always, guys, uh, thanks so much for listening, and thanks for uh, tuning in this week. Uh, hopefully, we can get back to recording um, episodes in person because uh, we're doing it over Skype at the moment um, so apologies for any audio or anything issues like that um, I think next week we're going to do uh, documentaries mm. so that would be a good one um, looking at a couple of documentary films and having a comment on how they're becoming more and more like reality TV these days which is good in some as- aspects and you know terrible in other aspects but we'll get more into it next week uh, so please give us a follow on Instagram at the full feature give us a five star review on Apple Podcasts and uh, give us a follow on Spotify and we will talk to you guys next week. And I actually don't know if, Ian, if you've got a documentary picked out, I reckon you do, Jack. But if any of you guys listening at home want to hear us talk about a documentary, Let's shoot know. us a message. We'll cover it on the podcast. One of us will anyway. Sounds good. Yeah, absolutely. All right, see you next week. See guys. you guys. All right, see you next week, guys.